0: And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat not, financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we're just going to cover, hypothetically, how how you'd run the perfect NFT grid. It's like, how would you do it? What are the elements? What would it look like? What would you need? So, first off, Andrew, what is, uh, what's going on in your wallet? What's new?: Oh man. So I, I played or I played
1: around well, I think I minted a couple one in my main wallet of this uh, well, I don't know, I should get into the maybe next project, uh, next episode.. Um, look, there's this cool project from Decca. DECA has been doing some cool stuff. Um, they have one from um, that's with uh, Matt Cain cool artist called etch been playing around with it you can mint these they're like i don't know they're very cheap to mint but they you can combine them with um with nfts that you already own and then add words to them um deck has done a done some interesting projects they definitely work with with impressive artists and they come back to these projects to eventually close these things and um so i take a look at them if you're uh you know, I don't know. Maybe I can get into it more another time, but that's something I've been playing with anyway, new in my wallet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. We may feature it in our next, uh, next episode a bit more, uh, Davin and i mean, to have to buy some. Yeah. They're,
1: they're, they're cool. Uh, they're, uh, they're cheap. They're, I, I think they're like complete
0: little old, old, old. Nice. All right. I i am happy to say I've, uh, I FOMO'd in. Uh, I missed my reserve price because I just fell asleep at the wheel, but I, I fumoed in and got myself one of the, uh, one of the cockpunch little roosters uh, after seeing that uh, Tim Ferriss was like legit starting that podcast, launched actual episodes, is creating content around it. And also uh, I kind of like was pulled in after I saw that even on his main podcast, he's using his ad space uh, to promote it, uh, which is, you know, is pretty sizable. So if he continues to do that, that ad space just has value in and of itself as an attention engine. And, you know, he's talking to Steven Pressbiel, the guy who wrote I'm going mean I have to skip six minutes now before I start listening? <laughs> <laughs> <like> 17 minutes <laughs> in, you get 30 seconds of content. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's I valuable. It. I people into it. Yeah, yeah. I promote into it.
1: Um, yeah, I just took a look. Those, those uh, etch pieces are 0.008, which, as we, as we look at this right now, is about $10.00. Um, so, you know, don't, they're not going to go up a lot in value immediately. This is something that, you know, if you can get them for that price, obviously people are going to just keep getting, uh, new ones. Um, I think the idea would be more what you could potentially do with these, what they might make you eligible for later on, especially if you have a collection. Um, so cool. I wanted to mention that after, uh, since we had already spoken about them a bit.
0: All right. And what news we I, have. What's that? What the news? Let's get into some yeah. headlines. Are we ready? Yeah. You have you know. have more top line on uh, on Decca? No, why? no. I, I think that's that's it. I think we're looking at. Uh, we're going to
1: talk more about about NFT marketplaces because that's that's the biggest thing that's going on right now. Different marketplaces try to you know whether you're whether adding royalties back in, taking away. OpenSea can't seem to make up their mind, but Magic Eden has been doing some some impressive work and they have, uh, now launched, uh, polygon support, um, that's big. They have also introduced a discount and reward system for, for users. I mean, I think this is maybe one of the more authentic ways to, to go about it is actually just saying what it, is, you know, what they really want to do is, is create a loyalty program for users. We've seen how, uh, how different marketplaces have gone about trying to reward with different tokens, and this that it has you know that, the jury's still out on how that's working for Blur. Uh, it's hard to say that it's been super successful for Srare Rare in terms of of staying power in uh, in the the NFT marketplace uh, landscape, but you know Magic Eden. I think they're they've got they've done some things right. I can't say that I've you know, used the the marketplace much. Um, just looked around, and you know, I have been impressed, and I like the, what they're doing here.
0: Well, I think one thing that when we were playing with Magic Eden, I was really impressed with were the analytics and the breakdown of projects and distributions. And you know what?
1: Hmm.
0: I think without Magic Eden, without them in the game, OpenSea would not have that new beta functionality of analytics. Wouldn't be there. It, it's not you know like a monopoly by itself is not about to increase or improve the the service without uh, competition. So I am absolutely rooting for Magic Eating to keep pushing the quality of what these platforms should be able to produce.
1: All right, and speaking of marketplaces, and uh, man, we've got Flow the 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 the, the, the uh, blockchain that powers yeah. the. Uh, the top shop marketplace um you know, which has been relatively quiet, we've talked about how that has they've really failed to make much of a, a comeback after um, after seeing a lot of attention and now flow is down to about ninety cents it's the all time low um and I wouldn't also say the dapper has downsized further doesn't seem good for this alternative blockchain, and you know it makes you think like what happens to these you know, to these assets? Do they sort of get lost over time? How do, you know, it it, it makes you think a little bit more about the underlying asset. You know, if if people don't care that much about that, what does the the NFT really mean and how much value can it hold?
0: Yeah, is the NFT value uh, retained outside of the network or is it only as far as it's built on that platform? When it comes to something like An NFT on Tezos or Solana, for some reason, it's my feel that like if it's a legit, especially more on Tezos, that it will have life after as opposed to it's only good in the context of its micro marketplace. Put another way, if I take my LeBron James card out of flow, transfer it somehow, because there's a bridge at some point, it really actually is kind of pointless because it can't be comparatively priced and treated. In and amongst its peers in the same way. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. it's maybe a matter of art versus a collectible. Um, when we're talking about a, a yeah. piece that's, collected, that's created by the artist and, and put on the block, that blockchain, I mean, that the, the card, the, the top shot card of LeBron James wasn't created by him. I think if, if there was some something that, you know, was more directly tied, maybe it would have more value. And I think maybe that I'm not saying that it, it completely um, holds value, but I think there is something more to it than the collectible that sort of becomes when the when the collection becomes less relevant. It's hard for for any single piece to hold value, and I I tend to agree with you that there's a it's a greater chance for the art to to hold through when when Tesla has been such a uh, such uh, such a common place for for artists to to go Especially and explore the
0: artists to jump on because yeah. like the fees were low easy to mint like you know and it seems like a, it has it feels powers. like a garage, almost like, it's like, almost yeah it's
1: almost a you know the a, yeah the, the you know garage the garage kind of place to go do your work The i don't know like a, yeah grungy kind of you know the, yeah. the the minor leagues you know like the, the place to kind of work it out and sometimes you like there's some really incredible work and you, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone's looking to go to ETH there's some artists that have stuck there and a lot of them a lot of the artists that have produced great work on Tezos then go on to also do work on, on ETH
0: Man you get me excited I want to go Tezos Shotgun again I like what we were doing I like that string of stuff that we were doing I, I was always you know looking back I'm like rarely embarrassed about the random stuff I pick up on Tezos as opposed to like the random PFPs when I like look back on our past projects I'm like do I really still hold a stupid raccoon? Yeah, I do. I, I, like, I'm going to go burn it somewhere. But, right, yeah. Like, I'm not super proud of that. I really like, you know, some of those artists we picked up. But hold on, here's a, here's like another narrative here on this. Like, I just was curious, in your mind, like, what do you think the, uh, like, the peak price that Flow hit was? I want to, like, kind of, like, test your soft and uh, uh, the stupid well, like, market cap memory.
1: You know, I, I don't know, but let's see if I'm going to just guess we're probably uh, I don't know.
0: Did it get $12 playing at home? Guess a number. Uh, it is higher than $12. Do you want to guess again? 20? It is higher than $20. Do you want to guess again? Oh,
1: oh man. Uh, okay. How are we doing people at home? Where should I How go? How are you doing? <laughs>
0: higher No. 40. Yeah. and it did that during the fever pitch of April of 2021 like right when everybody was jumping on to this like what a great way to onboard fiat people into nfts look how easy it is to get your money in come on everybody the water's warm wow ouch wow yeah ouch ouch Anyway, uh, in other news, anyway, you want to find another way to, uh, Depress people? Your,
1: to u- well, your first there's first a new time. way to use your credit card to buy NFTs. You know, you don't have to use Dapper or, or Flow anymore. MetaMask is now enabling users to buy NFTs, to buy ETH using PayPal. So, you know, if you got your PayPal hooked up to a credit card, Hey, it's right there. I mean, it is good to have more onboarding options. You know, I think we're gonna just, I, I, I feel like MetaMask has been trying to add new features. It feels a bit like they, I mean, they hadn't innovated the, on wallet features in, in quite some time. And it feels a bit like they understand there's a lot of competition coming in. It, it, that's the, the most direct experience that people have uh, with their their assets. And there's uh, a lot of potential for improvement. So um You know, interesting. It's PayPal's already sort of a digital currency. We're just linking it a a little bit further. So, pretty natural here.
0: Yeah, pretty natural. And I think part of this is being pushed by the fact that Stripe, I think we talked about this in the news, launched its own Mm -hmm. fiat on ramp. What is amazing about this is that, like right on the heels of us talking about how Flow by Dapper Labs was so good at turning a credit card into flow like into the coins that I would buy the cards with boom done that functionality is now like three clicks away on Stripe to embed on your site in the same way that you collect credit card payments you can now turn those payments into crypto they have an ramp, you know tested and built so it's like everybody now has that type of on-ramp capability that you know, Dapper had this like unfair advantage, and it was like all about flow, this like beautiful user experience. Like that's now being adopted everywhere. Like, I think that's huge. I think yeah, huge. And it
1: absolutely is huge. And I, I think the man, the ease of, of of being able to transfer these, I mean, to, to buy and and move these uh, from from a uh, fiat currency to to crypto, I think is going to become the you know the the easier you can make this in your wallet, I think the better for users. I think there's just going to be a ton of I, uh, a ton of new opportunities to, to go between these two. It has been somewhat of a difficult uh, process, and it's also why I think we've maybe run into problems where we don't really know how much is is held. You know, how much these these digital dollars, you know, these, these <laughs> USD non, uh, USD or denominated currencies, we don't really know how much is there. But I think this is a much more direct way to see how how the flow is going when you uh, have people th- just buying it directly and going into their own account, into their own MetaMask, holding it directly rather than, uh, hey, trust us, we bought it for you. Just uh, you got to hold it here.
0: Yeah, this is the not your keys, not your crypto argument. And I agree. When the on-ramp is pushing people to have their own custody, for better or worse, um, we have a system that is safety built into the centralized nature rather than centralized systems of trust which have been uh, eroded to the point of non-existence thanks to FTX's example of how quickly you can just steal customer funds you know fortunately in other news he's been arrested finally Um, but he um, you know he is yeah actually maybe remembered hopefully for inoculating the next group of users uh, that come in uh, to just Frankly, not trusting anything with a centralized exchange. If your money is in a Web two database, it's not your money.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's something that we we have touched on before. How much NFTs have done to 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 get more people to use their own wallets, self custody to self-custody their assets, to be to be accustomed to using their own wallet. I think that's part of why you've seen metamask become so popular because it was it was kind of the default it was what was everybody was using and then there was a huge surge and it was all a lot of nfts and we've seen some some attempts at, at nft wallets and I think now we're understanding that this is this is really a, a major touch point for customers is you know it, how they're using their wallet especially if you're if you're providing on and off offboarding uh, or on and off ramp uh, <laughs> channels for or for your users, and then you start thinking about you know if you are the you're a bit responsible for for how the transactions are presented, you know you need to you know you've seen metamask improve how they uh present what you're actually signing uh when you sign a transaction. I think we'll start to see so that the some of the i don't know the the back end features become much less present and have these uh these interfaces become much more friendly for users and then we will on top of that I think we'll start to see more um I don't know if it would necessarily be through token uh just giving token rewards or you know what it may be but I think we will start to see um see these wallets and then uh, start competing much like the uh the
0: nft marketplaces have yeah I'm embarrassed I'm looking at the buy options in my like metamask right now I don't see it i see coinbase pay uh, transact MoonPay, wire i guess they're rolling it out soon it's an announcement so i have have yet to use it
1: i got the same yeah i've got no secret hidden features yet either so yeah we'll have to wait and see when that actually goes live oh man okay oh wait next we've got we got Animoca Brands, they're launching their own PFP NFT collection. My Animoca Brands, you know, they, they own a piece of just about every gaming NFT company, um, seem to be invested in everything. And I, I you know, just looking to, to raise, <laughs> raise some more funds, uh, or I mean, release a PFP NFT collection.
0: Sure. Go for it. Like, I don't know if now is the best time, but
1: right, who knows? it feels a bit like they're just trying to raise some more money but hey you know i hope this works for them uh, definitely not something that we are recommending at this uh at as our future project cuz george has sure. a great one for us
0: this <laughs> would have been a gem like last year cuz each one it says i'm like reading it will open up the utility called realm utility Realms. Huh? well yeah represent a collection of core pillars um metaverse uh metaverse Buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Grow community. Yeah, a year ago. Benefits, member benefit. Yeah, this would have been a plus a year ago. Oh, playthrough games. Good game and game assets. This is buzzword bingo. It's solid. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I have I have an affordable project for you. Um, so uh, announced. I think it was you know around twelve December fourteenth. Maybe I forget exactly the date, but. You, too, can now own a Donald Trump collectible card. That's right. CollectTrumpCards.com. This is not a joke. Uh, This was literally something that uh, the former president uh, announced uh, in a press conference as he's wanted to do. And these are limited edition trading cards. And they're only $99. 45,000 of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, too, can get... One of the rare 45,000 of them. Um, You know, there's utility here as far as I can see. You can win thousands of prizes. Um, Miami dinner with Donald Trump. A -a Mar-a-Lago group cocktail hour. a A group Zoom session. That's pretty good. Look, so and we I are mocking this football. and I think there
1: actually is something to like the idea of being able to release a project that did, you know, if you did this the right way and and could do something, there's something there. However I mean, let's I you know, I, I don't think it's you know
0: I'd be surprised
1: if it if it really um delivered on all those promises, I suppose.
0: <laughs> All right, so what hold I'm on thinking. the floor price right now if you want trump digital trading cards and we have this link is uh currently 0.008 you know depending on when you're doing that uh so far eighty six total volume has been done across twenty five thousand items so these things are going and here's the thing so, there's a tight-knit community that is very interested in this stuff and you know there might be value here if you want to like try to flip something um on like one of the like you know, special prize things. Although I guess so it's on Polygon, friends.
1: right? I assume this is why you're bringing it up because <laughs> you got to pump for Polygon bags and score <laughs> another one for the Polygon biz dev team. They are out there working it. And I got,
0: you know what? See. Polygon doesn't care if you're on the left, the right or the crazy. They're out there. They're out there <laughs> making blockchain space and selling it for you affordably. Uh, Absolutely. Hey, there's a, it is the like, choice. Okay. It's the choice for a large Project
1: like this, you know, Starbucks, Nike,
0: Trump. All right, so you get a sweepstakes code. All right, you'll receive an email with sweepstakes code entries. Please enter a valid email address when you purchase. Uh, you'll enter that entry code, sweepstakeswintrumpprizes.com. See if you're a winner. No purchase necessary to enter the sweepstakes, technically. So you could go enter those sweepstakes without buying this, by the way, because they're using sweepstakes rules. For those of you who are uh, nerds out there, and the sort of uh, legal nuance of how sweepstakes work, um, interesting. So that's yeah. also.
1: I'm assuming there's no on-chain uh, proof of a no, winner.
0: <laughs> no, there's no on-chain. So I don't like that. Then, so like my angle is going to be like, oh, is there like a, a rare one that people don't fully understand that give you a chance? Like, no, it's uh, only on purchase do you get a chance. To enter a raffle, which by the way, you can enter for free because how sweepstakes work, see how that works. Um, and then it's, you know, uh, the price is still holding though. As um, so you can see,
1: George has, has looked into this. He's, hey, he spent some time looking into the
0: rules here. As He's, somebody, what is that happy stack of handwritten postcards on the huh? that- <laughs> <laughs> I'm the proud owner of uh, what was it, TrumpForSenate.eth, because I think at some point they're going to want that. And I'll be happy. Like, all of that money donated to progressive causes. I may keep some along the way, you know. I mean, okay. I think
1: we should just go sweep some floors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that bullish. No, there's no... I, it feels like, a, you know, after you, you tear, a, after you tear the top off, there's no continued value on this. Uh, as, far as, uh, as far as I can see, right? People are doing it as a, you know. I mean, unless they probably get access to events. So there's that
1: um
0: anyway that's it's affordable um i don't know though so do you want to <laughs> anyway, lead us into our topic now t- unrelated topic just so happens that these two things are just right next to each other on this totally unrelated topic of how to run the perfect nft grip we are going to just sort of go back and forth of what are the elements? So let's just say, I don't know, we were lacking of moral compass and we were consultants on a project. And they're like, well, we want to maximize how much money we can draw from an audience. What are the elements that you would bring to bear? I can kick this off if you want, unless there's something you're like itching to kick us off with.
1: No, we- Go ahead. I have some ideas here. You know, I, I, we've all definitely seen a ton of grifts in the NFT space. Man, it's, I, I don't know that I, the perfect one's tough because there's some stiff competition for grifters and, and, and crypto and NFTs.
0: All right. So here's my first one. You have to start off with complete anonymity or complete celebrity. So you need to take one of these extreme polar tracks. You need it. No one needs to know you. Or everyone needs to know. No, but, but you still, need I, yeah, I'd say, but you got to be a high bit of, you've got to sport.
1: be, you've got to create a, a, a mindset of us versus them is, is part of that. It builds, plays into that because with the small one, it's a, you know, it's the, the David versus Goliath. With the, even with the bigger group, you still feel like it's your, you're the, I don't know, maybe the, the marginalized group. So it is a us versus them mentality that you sort of, you need, I think, for running a grift.
0: Okay, so you're going to bring in the us versus them. I'm writing all these down. Yeah, well,
1: I think it's actually a great, it's actually something that goes into a great project, but it's also part of buying into the the grift. So I don't know. (laughs) It's, you know, careful here where we say great. what's a great project versus what's what's the grift, right? (laughs) I
0: love we end up, well, if we end up actually like being like, I oh, don't know, that's a good project, I'd buy that. Well, we'll see where we end up. Okay. You just uh, can't be in the middle, you're saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I would say you need a 10,000 or less supply. I think supplies have to be limited so that you can later, when you get to it, manipulate the price. Because you need, well, to, when we get later, I don't want to spoil, but you need a uh, less than 10,000 batch of or 10,000. Okay. Yeah. For NFTs. Yeah. I
1: would say that's generally true. I guess what I'm thinking is generally you just need to, the other part is maybe you need to control a, a, a good portion. You need to be able to control a good portion of the assets in whether it's directly or, or, or setting up a, a nice network, um, where you know that there's a, a certain amount of control and, and guarantee votes or what have you if uh, it comes to uh, those things
0: yeah if it's like a dow or something okay that's that's mine so uh a controllable 10k or less batch what is what is something you would add
1: uh well just you know i think just the the idea that, it, that you can control a high percent of those assets and i think having maybe more uh Having the network of people to to do this, um, that can that add so the network of people that that will be able to control in all that will be able to help control the assets and also add what seems like more credibility to a project. I think getting people, the 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 grift almost you've got to get some some credible people in it to make it look good. I think those have been common in many of the the grifts that the biggest grifts that we've seen
0: yeah no you need a sort of a credible whale right A credible nft whale or someone then, basically not you to vouch vouch for it because what you're trading on is
1: credit. yeah whether it's yeah i think it's generally you know influencers or yeah i mean the nft influencers you know we see different levels of those and oh,
0: And yeah, you need to pay something can, off for that okay so i think you need a height. Initial whitelist that is oversubscribed. Cannot leave things on this shelf. I think people have to have felt like they missed out. If You are meeting the entire demand, the entirety of, um, you're going to have a problem because there's going to be no one to FOMO into secondary and tertiary markets.
1: Yeah, you got to so guarantee that sells out. right. Over-
0: Even if you are in there yourself. Yeah, goal, well, I
1: think that, that goes back. to your control. own books. A lot
0: buying your own books. Let's say an RNC war chest of money. Hypothetically speaking, if I wanted a book to go to number one, I would use a war chest of campaign funds, buy my own book in mass, so drove it up. Hypothetically speaking, I would do that with NFTs. Just literally, I know I'm literally saying that. It's so oversubscribed, whitelist, and it must sell out. But the next step in our grift,
1: all right. What do we got here? Um, I I can keep going. Oh, it. Go for it. You, wh- wh- hit us with the next one, George.
0: This is very important. You need to have a very high creator fee. Oh. Because you're going to be taking advantage of secondaries, right? You need to get a taste. Yeah. Uh, so yep. I don't know. Let's say around hmm, 10% or more. Totally unrelated fact. I'll give you and the listeners at home one guess at what the creator fee is for Trump Digital Trading Card. Hmm. All right. I
1: think another one would be an example of, of winners. You got to show the, the people that have won from your project that have done really well. You got to have some people that, that uh, can, can vouch that have sold something for a high price um, that, have, that make it look like a successful, good project to be in. And
0: whew, I want to be like that. I'm going to call it like that's such the Ponzi round one, right? Ponzi round one has to be people that have flipped these for a win. And then you make sure those people get press. It is critical because that's what starts that greed machine where it's like, oh my gosh, people are buying these things up. I bought mine for $100. I flipped it online for $300. You don't believe it. So perhaps you're thinking about with that sort of uh, arsenal of money. Now you're gambling a little bit, but let's be honest, you're, you're a grifter. Uh, you need to be sweeping that floor at some point but also pushing it up for certain people to then talk about it. So maybe what you do is, I would say, put a finer point on this, the proof of winners. Uh, I would pump the rarity. I would look at the rarity and then like make a game on that. But I would even go more uh, sinister than that. I would have somebody buy something that is like technically rare and then have another account pay and overpay for it between those two accounts to show that people are overvaluing. Little
1: wash trading, huh?
0: Strong watch trading on high rarity.
1: Oh, yeah. Show that demand because people aren't just, they're not just buying the floor. They're, you know, they're, they're big fans of this thing. They believe in it, right?
0: Well, the rare ones, maybe if you get a rare one, if you mint another one, oh my gosh, you know? So that's um, just, a, I feel like I kind of, I did a plus one on yours there. So here's my next thing. I think we've done that with a couple of these. <laughs> <laughs> you, all right, so here's my next thing. You need a future hyped event that has, Potential utility, but it is not entirely clear. Utility.
1: Yeah. You got to have, you, you got to have promise of utility. Something's coming, something bigger.
0: You're going to get free something. You're going to get access to something. A big thing will be announced, and you're going to want to hold this thing when that thing happens. Yeah. I need a hi- a, you need a hype hi-
1: moment. When a holder's only event on Fire Island or <laughs> Fire Festival, <laughs> 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 is it. The-
0: I forget what <laughs> our Fire Festival. Yeah, we got well, I, don't I got something. You got that wrong. You know what I was talking about. Here's um, you know what I'm saying a hyped moment in the future that is uh, both exciting and unclear. Not, not, not right? specific. <laughs> you know, not specific. Exciting thing in the future. I don't know. I feel like people should hire us for this stuff. We're giving all the way That's gold <laughs> here, man. I know. But, uh, you know, when you look at this, like this is
1: if you change a few words here it's actually what you need to do it's like it's a lot of the effort no but like the watch trading is a bit like
0: that's over the top
1: well right obviously yeah i (laughs) I understand that but yeah there's a there's obviously things you would take out and there are things like hey if you actually you shouldn't be super specific about saying like hey we're going to have a token that launches in mid-december of this at this time oh, and it's going to drive you God. this much value I've and definitely promise not something
0: a date and a token but, oh, yeah, never promise dates again i said hyped moment in the future i didn't say date uh that is exciting and non-specific uh all right my my next one is and this may take a little more technical investment but you need you need to get staking and yield involved you need to have people Holding actually. So you have oh, yeah, a certain yeah, amount yeah. of volume slipping, but you need people like staking that thing so that they are not constantly dumping on the floor. Because the danger here is um, people dumping to the floor. And that's the thing that you're artificially trying to boost off. Yeah, so you want yeah, to hold
1: that. You want to maybe reward them by with maybe tokens for for holding that, I would even say.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the tokens get a little scary to me because that's how you piss off the SEC. But If you're really grifting you probably want tokens so i'm going to say if you're
1: if if you're grifting you are absolutely adding a token in here it's what i think the the best the best yeah i mean it's the easiest way it's actually it's i think it's easier to lock up supply of of tokens without people generally noticing compared to nfts
0: it's um all right tokens and staking you know i haven't mentioned I think the art has to be passable or unrevealed. But the problem is on the real. I think there's You can no be unrevealed. I think it unearthed. yeah, there it has to be
1: passable. It has to be yeah, it has to be somewhat legit. There needs to be something There's got to be some belief that hey, look, this is there is real effort that went into this. It's not complete junk. They clearly spent time on this and 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 um, at least gotten the right artists to work on it. So they're taking it seriously.
0: Yeah, I would actually go an AI generated route here. So it's like you can claim something nuanced, but you didn't have to pay anybody for it, and you know, train the AI. Well, if
1: you, I mean, you train a Chat GPT to start spitting out
0: new ideas for the AI. I mean, that, whoo, yeah, there you got bunt, boom, done. I mean, boom, done. It just passable art. Passable. It can't just be a copy paste of boarding. Like I think we're at even on a grift level, like. We're kind of, pa- we're above that. We're above it. But, you know, I stuff in here.
1: There is. And I think, you know, if I was going to add something, maybe we spoke to this a little bit before about getting, you know, credible influence involved. But I think getting big, getting a big investment of some sort in, in the project that's even outside of the NFT, you know, it says like, we believe in this oh, so much, you oh, know, I looks that looks really good.
0: Like right, the Andreessen writes a check for the, the underlying Honorable. platform tech. You're like, what could go wrong?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they're valuing just the tech at that much, imagine what the, the NFT is going to be worth in the future. I mean, that's the
0: real asset here. I used to say, like, you needed that Discord community running nonstop and pieces like that. I feel like there's a little Discord overload. However, I see, I think there might be a value for, like, a rarity play of, like, if you own this type of thing, you get access to like the Trump Discord. The, sorry, tr- oops. I'm <laughs> some exclusive thing. Let's say you hypothetically had a social media asset, uh, some exclusive room in in where you could only enter if you had a thing.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think there is a Maybe the Discord number isn't as big or the activity, but yeah, you better have a, a ridiculously large social media account, even if you are getting you know thirty two likes from your. Thirty-eight thousand fans, or whatever it might be.
0: Um, I also have another one: non-redeemable reward. Right, like, this is the this is the golden, this is the golden utility, and this is the this is one of the things that, like, not to throw shade at Nike, but you know they offered up the boxes, right, and then after the fact said only if you're in the United States. Like, I mean, okay, ish, but. What if it were even tighter than that? Like, like, say there's like a traveling, you know, hot dog stand or major speaking event that you happen to be doing around. And only if you're there at that time can you get access to it. But that's that's for the fine print. You get access to backstage at a thing if you're wearing certain things in certain places at certain times. And you can do a fine print, but it could look like access on the top level. Um, you know, I think Gary Vee did this like pretty honorably, I would say, with regard to Conference events and access, but you know, not meeting and greeting the like forty thousand plus holders of his his pieces. But there are a lot of promises out there.
1: So I, I guess uh, you, you mentioned something about ten k or less. Uh, you know, I, I'd say that's how you start. But if you're really a top notch grifter, you don't end with one collection. There's more because it's so you know it. You've got to grow it because there's there was so much value, I mean, yeah. you know, we know this, is, you know, these projects are a bit of Ponzi, so if you got some winners, you know, you need some more money to keep pumping in and to get new buyers in here. We're expanding the ecosystem. We're taking in more money and delivering maybe even less than they were before.
0: Yeah, a second a second and third round. Yeah, I mean of NFT drops, yeah this, this is a lot of gold here. I think you know if if we hadn't given away all the secret software, we could have been dynamite consultants for this. Yeah, uh So for the record, this is not financial advice. We don't recommend you do this. We are speaking on behalf of ourselves, not any of the companies that either of us worked for, <laughs> just in case. No, definitely not. Companies that we've seen
1: in the space at all. Um, this isn't based on, I mean, I know oh, how man could, ah, oh, I feel like we need someone to just do a mashup of all of the worst things that have happened in.
0: I don't think we need that. Yes. Yeah, it's, so, like, it's sort right. of the
1: Silicon Valley HBO show of just the NFT crypto space. Man, that could be very entertaining.
0: I would watch it. I would watch it. It deserves to be done. It deserves. I mean, we're going to get a Sam Bankman free documentary, but I think we need something. Oh man,
1: that. that's going to be painful for some people. I mean, how. Luckily, not one of them, but I mean, you well, know, other than the contagion, you know, we're all part of that. Okay, no, I guess I
0: am an uh, indirect victim of that BS. Yes. All right. So here's what we have, just to run it down so you can hear it all together. How to run the perfect NFT, grift: Extreme anonymity or extreme celebrity with attention. Foster the us versus them in the narrative. 10K or less in your batch. So you can control a high percentage of those assets and read it off. Credible NFT whale or influencer being publicly involved. Oversubscribed whitelist. You must sell out. You're buying your own book. High creator fee. We recommend 10% or more. Proof of winners, right? Ponzi initial round of wash trading would be it because it's even better if you're wash trading, picking up a piece that you know is valuable and then reselling it to yourself in another anonymized wallet making a big deal about how rarity is spiking. Then you need a hyped moment in the future that is both exciting and nonspecific. Something big. It is coming. You'll be surprised. You may know the people involved. Say words that inspire people. Don't put a date on it. Tokens and staking. That's just functionality you need to to hold the floor. Uh, Unrevealed art for a period of time. Then it has to be passable art. That is not a complete copy. That people can narratively tell themselves like, all right, this is close enough to art or something I like. And then some sort of outside investment news to the company, uh, exclusive social entry that elite pieces give you, non-redeemable utility events, IRL or what have you, and a second and third or as many rounds as you can possibly make to really milk that heck out of your audience until they are uh, completely broke. Until you cannot get any more money out of them. And then you find a new audience and you do the same thing. You probably need to go first, probably first. with some nan- an- anonymity, and then go to Extreme Celebrity. Because after you burn down your name, it's hard to do it again at the top level. I feel like that's uh, pretty solid. Good advice out there for ripping people off. Yeah, I, this is
1: solid. I mean, man, we've seen some hyper-success <laughs> <for> using these <laughs> tactics. Uh, I feel like if we just... You know, we can put a book together or something. You know, get a few get a few nice quotes from different people in the space. Oh man, this
0: will be a hit. Oh gosh, here's the. I have nothing else to add. This is a perfect episode. Sometimes you have a perfect episode. This, This is a perfect episode. I think everyone learned something. I'm very disturbed. All right, see you out there.
1: All right, good one.
0: This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com. In our show notes, again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.